Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step to 53342. New York, call the 24-7 Hope Line at 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Hello, I'm Paul Giamatti. And I'm Stephen Asma. Join us on the Chinwag Podcast every Wednesday where we trade the banal and the boring for the super strange and bizarre. They committed human sacrifice? I did bring up human sacrifice, yes. You sure did. <laughs> that just went by fast. Kind of casually tossed that out. I would like to have an alien uh, hatchet young inside. Holy shit, really? She saw world peace and I saw demons coming out of the wall. I will say that there was a green couch outside of the principal's office and you sat on it if you had lice or if you got in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> they wake you up from the goo pods to live in reality, and you're naked and screaming. It's like... <laughs> Follow us for free on Apple Podcasts and all major podcast platforms. For more information, go to chinwagpod.fm. And find enlightenment through our Instagram or TikTok at chinwagpod or on Twitter at chinwag underscore pod. R Slash is a hilarious podcast where Dabney Bailey uses ridiculous voices and emotions to read aloud the week's craziest Reddit posts. He reenacts various Reddit threads covering wild stories and secrets, petty revenge, relationships, and much more. So if you're looking for a daily distraction and a laugh, check out R Slash wherever you get your podcasts. I think we're going to have a little bit of a struggle agreeing on what's a weapon and what's not a weapon. Oh, I, I just assume that there will be disagreements abound and wow, wow. we're just going to have to deal with it. I don't think any of my list is open to interpretation. But I, I mean, don't think mine is either, but you know how you guys are. I think all of mine are weapons, but I don't know. I know all of mine are weapons. Like I have no, no doubt about that. I have one that I have a feeling is going to come up that is the closest to dubious. By the way, how cool was it that the dude from the Loonies... I got five on it. The guy who's seen the hook is a cinephobe listener, man. How fucking crazy is that shit? That is nuts, man. And he was stoked to hear it. Yeah, man. Like, whoa, that's my voice. I'm like, oh shit, man. He said, that's my voice. I said, wow, that's our listener? 
What are the odds? Michael Marshall. Shout out. Shout out to Marshall. All the Marshalls. Marshall Newhouse. Yeah. Marshall Falk. Shout out to future Cinephobe U.S. Marshalls. Mm-hmm. Marshall Plumley. Eh. No, not him. Okay. MP3. What a stupid <laughs> name. That was his nickname, MP3. This idea is just straight up bad. That algorithm is busted. It's among the worst ideas I've ever heard. Top five, easily. Welcome to Cinephobe Top 5, a.k.a. CT5. It's the podcast where we navel gaze. That's right. We look around the universe of Cinephobe episodes and Cinephobe movies, and we rank our individual top fives mm-hmm. in different categories. We've done worst dancers. Mm. We've done vehicles. Mm. We've done jobs. What else have we done? That's it. That's it. That's it for now, yeah. We literally <laughs> just did jobs. Timeline got fucked up. Timeline. That's it. Well, guess what? We do weapons today. How about that? The top five weapons used in Cinephobe history. Weapons. Now, this one, as you heard in the cold open, Zach is concerned that there might be some interpretations here yeah. that are going to cause some conflict. I'm always concerned with that because you guys know I'm I'm a bit of a higher elevated thinker uh, than you two when it comes to this podcast. Although, I thought you guys weren't going to let me get away with Jeep for top five vehicles, and you did. There you go. So maybe I'm being unfair to you, but yeah. I worry that you guys are like, that doesn't count. These count. I mean, I think the gist of it is, this is your top five list. Yeah. I have my top five list. Okay. Maze has his top five list. So As long as we're good, yeah. And they've been fairly different. Yeah, they have been, yeah. Since the dancer template, which everybody had a list to work off of, we've had pretty good variation. Well, I went off the top of my head. I don't know what you're talking about. And Zach, the definition of a weapon is a thing used or designed for inflicting bodily harm. Oh, I'm good then. Me too. I don't like this format of two OLI. We should have as many OLIs as we need. Well, so this is where we will <laughs> tell you what to do. I don't like this. <laughs> you can say as many OLIs as you want, but then the last two that you say are the one that are going in the spreadsheet, oh and everything else is an OOLI. It's just so hard, man. We start with the actual OLIs, and then everything else gets read at the end. All right. Maze, you want to start us off with your first OLI? My first OLI, I'm going to do both my OLIs at the same time because they're from the same movie. Oh. Wow. And we're going to go with Drake's Hero Sword <laughs> and the Bone Jack from Blade Trinity. I don't remember the Bone Jack. One man's Bone Jack weapon is another man's Bone Jack treasure. So Drake's Hero Sword, it's inscribed with ancient vampiric hieroglyphs. Mm. It's got a slightly curved handle. With a pommel shaped to look like a bone. It's from the big sword fight at the end there. And then the bone jack is the triple barreled gun that can fire sun dogs, which are the explosive UV light rounds. Mm -hmm. Sun dogs. Stakes or heat seeking mini rockets. That gun is shown to us. We get a demo and then they don't use it. And then we never see it again. Right. Yeah. I mean, you want to do just both OLIs here? Sure. These are two weapons that were thrown. One is the football from Poison Rose. I knew that was coming up. Didn't make my list, but it's on my OOLIs. There it is. And then the gun hand thrown 
by Ryan Reynolds and Smoking Aces. <laughs> also OLI for me. Not the gun when it was shooting. No. When he threw it. Those are the two OLIs I have. But he threw it at someone that was like super close and he hit him with it, right? No, he threw it at a building that is approximately a thousand yards away. Oh, okay. That's what it was. If he had had a chooch like oh. Carson Phillips. If he had a chooch like Carson Phillips. <laughs> Carson Phillips would have hit the sniper in the head. <laughs> right between the eyes. Would have been game over, man. All right. My two OLIs. What did you say a weapon is defined as? I said an object that is used for inflicting bodily harm or physical damage. All right, I think this counts. It's the rich kid's spinning kick and never back down where he knocks out. That's a weapon. The first time. That is something that's designed to yep. inflict bodily harm, specifically the spin kick. Zach, I'm going to help you out here. Is that an object, Zach? You already fucked this up. Well, his foot is. No, 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 no. I'll help you out. His shoe's an object. Bruce Lee and like martial artists have to register their hands as deadly weapons, right? Mm -hmm. That's a weapon. I'm with you on that. That's a weapon. Thank you. Yeah. All right. And then my other one, I think this might be on your guys' lists, your top five, but it didn't quite make it for me. The metal wings that Kevin Durant had no. in Legion. No, I didn't. What an incredible weapon that was because you could cut the fuck out of people. You could block bullets and shit. Like, just that's a great weapon. It is a weapon. Not on my list. Maze, number five. My number five is the Extendo Spear from Predator 2. Mm. It's collapsible. Oh. That's a good one. Looks like a giant harpoon gun. It's double-edged, kind of like a Darth Maul situation. He's waving it around when he gets struck by lightning. And I learned that when a Predator dies an honorable death, they are buried with their spear. Mm. That's a good one. That is a good one. Uh, I didn't even think of the stuff in Predator. I thought about his shoulder, gun. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Ironically, I thought about Predator when we did the Jobs episode. Yeah. Because I was trying to think of El Scorpio's job. Whatever it was. El oh, El Scorpio's job. Drug Kingpin? Drug Kingpin. You got that. Jack Pallets. Yeah. Not a Kingpin. Not a Kingpin. He's El Scorpio. El Scorpio was just one of the guys. He wasn't no. a Kingpin. No, no, no. You think El Scorpio is just one of the guys? No. Sir, you did not watch that movie. Absolutely not. No, sir. Just one of the guys? Just one of the guys, my ass. <laughs> uh, look, a boss wouldn't have to tell everyone that he's ready. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I think he was telling the world. I don't think he was telling his guys. He's like just announcing into the world like when jordan clarkson says it's jordan clarkson time i think that's yeah. all el scorpio was doing well my number five was the wooden plank from hercules in new york he picked up on when he came out the boat and he slapped everybody around on the docks yeah the gangway yep i mean he infected bodily harm on multiple people with that thing uh, that's a good one who else could use that as a weapon but hercules hercules yep that's true yeah i am hercules they didn't make my list that's a good one. Oh wow my number five the magnetic collar buzzsaw from Wild Wild West. Oh, that wasn't a weapon though, was it? Yeah, because they put the collar on as a magnetic collar and then they would shoot the buzzsaw. So it's a whole contraption. Oh yeah, exactly. Oh, it's a two-part. Man, that is a, that's a badass weapon. Yeah. My number four pick is the Night Slasher knife from Cobra. It's got a spiked guard handle. There's lots of close-ups yeah. of it glinting in the light. He's always holding that shit up. That's true. So you can see it. That's a badass knife, man. Sly Stallone. He wanted an unforgettable knife as the prop. Mm -hmm. I did not forget it. That is my pick. No. Is it practical? Not really. No, but when you're a villain, you don't need practicality necessarily. Like, you're there to strike fear, and that is, man, that's a badass knife. I mean, it's a pretty cool knife. I, I don't think anyone would argue 
against that. Yeah. That's the practicality, right? Inspiring fear. Yeah, because it's not like, all right, I need to be able to holster this easily or anything like that. It's like, yo, I'm holding it. You don't need to care how I got it here, but I have this thing now. And even if you try to avoid the blade, I could stick you with the handle. I can stick you with these spikes on the handle. My number four, the weight from Problem Child that Kramer, <laughs> when he was lifting in the yard, took That's number four? <laughs> yeah, man. That's just, I mean, look. What even is that? Remember, he's lifting the barbell. It was a dumbbell? It was a dumbbell. And someone was talking shit, and he just fucking tossed that shit. He chucked like a 40-pound dumbbell. Like, yeah, man. It was a goddamn paper plane. <laughs> What? So the bicep of Michael Richards. That's one of your four best. Dude. Number four. Four best weapons. Do you want to be on the business end of that? I don't. So far, both of Abid's picks are things that are pretty specific to the person who's wielding them. Yeah. Which is fair. So if you're Hercules, you can do the plank. And if you're Michael. I see what you're saying. Michael Richards. <laughs> you're Kramer. Yeah. I see what you're saying. No, that's fine. No, I'm not trying to move you off it. I'm just shocked. I didn't. I skipped right over Problem Child like you would not believe. In the right hands, it's a weapon. My number four is very specific. It's the two Uzis, but I have to be upside down on a zip line twirling as I shoot them. <laughs> Shout out to Ice-T, who I still don't remember being in that movie. I do not have a recollection. Yeah, man. He's in there. And that is, man. That movie was such a dud for so many reasons, but when he comes in, how do you even know who you're going to hit there? He's just twirling, coming in on a zip line. Now, it doesn't end well for him. The answer is everybody, Zach. You're out there, you're taking out everybody. I guess, yeah, but just spinning. Did he have somebody help him get into that? No, I think he did it himself. I think he's one of those dudes that had him holstered or, you know, somehow clipped to him, and then he, he hopped up on that zip line upside down, pushed off and pulled them out and just was spinning. Now, I don't know if he started spinning himself or firing one started the spinning motion. I don't, I don't know what the science there is. I don't know what the physics are, but yeah, man, that, that shot of him zip lining in and just twirling and spraying bullets. I'll never forget that. Hello listener. Guess who's back. It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer. And I'm here to talk to you about Butcher Box. Butcher Box is the most convenient way to get high quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. 
Hello, listener. I'm sure you don't need me to tell you that we at Cinephobe love our pets. Zach and Boogie are inseparable. I've got two cats and a dog. And Amin is giving his best ass on performance to convince dog owners that he loves their pet. Hey, Noodle. Hey, boy. How you doing? And Noodle was just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Which is why today's episode is sponsored by the ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program. For many pet parents, summer is all about making travel plans like adventuring through the national parks, visiting pet-friendly beaches, or road tripping across the country. Wherever your journeys take you and your furry friend, you can help protect them along the way with the plan from ASPCA Pet Health Insurance. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program offers customizable accident and illness plans, making it easier for pet parents like you to help your pet get the care they may need. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program has been around for over 18 years, and they've helped more than 600,000 pets during that time. They allow you to customize your plan, helping ensure that your pet's plan is as unique as they are, because vet bills can really add up, especially when you're least expecting it. It's simple. Use their app to submit a claim, and you'll receive reimbursement for eligible vet bills directly into your bank account. To explore coverage, visit ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash dings, D-I-N-G-S. That's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash dings. Again, that's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash dings. This is a paid advertisement. Insurance is underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by PTZ Insurance Agency Limited. The ASPCA is not an insurer and is not engaged in the business of insurance. All right. My number three is the freeze rifle from Batman and Robin. (laughs) Oh, fuck, man. That's a good one. Damn. But me, you didn't have that? I didn't have that. I didn't even think about it. Whoa. I just kept thinking about batarangs and shit. Like, that's my fault, man. I thought they get caught up in the main character. Mm -hmm. It shoots a powerful, glowing beam that freezes someone instantly. This shit runs on diamonds, motherfucker. Mm. Yeah. That's a tough one, though. That's a tough resource. The refill. If you have the diamonds for it, that's a great weapon. Getting a refill must be a bitch. Mm-hmm. Rob a bank. Yeah. So you got to make sure you got to keep a couple in the tank. It's fatal, but only if you're not thought out within the first 11 minutes. Right, which is an odd number. It's the science. 11-11. He's also got the truck tank, and he has the ability to turn the telescope into a giant freeze engine. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Puns are not included in this situation. But you can you can come up with some puns. You got a good base for that. Yeah, that's a man. I didn't have that either. That's a good. I thought Amin would definitely have that. I didn't think about it. It's the same thing that happened to me in the jobs episode. You guys mentioned, I think, in one of the OLIs, owner of a memorabilia store mm. in the Fanatic, and I forgot all about that. So Exact same thing. That would have been one of them for you. <laughs> I don't think it would have been one of them, but like it should have been on my OLIs, at least. Like, yeah, 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 for sure. I didn't even consider it. Wow. Also- Devin Sawa as an actor. I thought about that. Now, see, now, this is what happens. All the regrets happen when I'm doing a different list. Right. I mean, you can adjust your list anytime you want. Something comes along that's very tempting. That's true. It's already on wax. It's already on wax. He's going to stay true to it. It's not analog notes like Zach. You can delete. I'm going to sell this notebook someday. You can still white it out and rewrite yeah, it. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm going to white it out. It's just one page. <laughs> I'm going to sell this notebook. Why are yeah. these pages all stuck together? <laughs> the texture, <laughs> flavor. I was hacking. That's why. Color the consistency. It's definitely white out. All right, I mean. Number three for me, the guns from Eraser. Oh, that's right. 17-year-old Amin saw that movie in the theater. And was moved by those guns with the green lasers. Mm-hmm. And I've never shaken that feeling. That is a cool-ass weapon. It's got the x-ray shit going. 
this might be the most perfect gun in all of cinephobe history. Yeah. Although the ice gun now has my mind all fucked up. But no, here's the thing about the gun from Eraser. Mm-hmm. It had the cool green vision, right? With the X-ray. It was a cool way to like look at everything, the cool shot of it. It's sort of a ray gun, but it's not. It fucked shit up. Dude, man, like you didn't want to get shot by that shit. I know that much. Mm-mm, not at all. All right, this is number th- <laughs> number three for me. It could have been picked in another CT5. It's the motorcycle from Gemini Man. Man, he wields that thing around. I think they allude to it in the trailer. But I remember when I saw that in the theater. And granted, like, we're not taking notes or whatever. It was at a weird time in which, like, you know, we weren't extensively going through movies. We're just Mm kind of going through movies and everything. But I remember I pulled out my phone. And just wrote motorcycle fight in the notes. Nice. Plot lift off. I was so excited when that happened. <laughs> and I've watched that scene a couple of times since. And that scene still hits. What a great choreographed scene. I have that in my OOLIs. I went back and watched the scene. And I was surprised to see that it was just a normal motorcycle Mm -hmm. because in my head I had mixed it up with the motorcycle shit in Hobbs and Shaw where his bike is doing all kinds of weird transformer sliding under big rigs and shit. No, it's just a regular ass like dirt bike. Just a dirt bike. It's a great weapon though. Oh, I thought you were going to say you got it confused with the Ducatis. No, never. Those have an onboard computer. That's true. Yeah. Number two for me is the power ring from Green Lantern. You can use it to create anything using the power of will. The only problem is that Ryan Reynolds uses it to make a big Gatling gun, a Hot Wheels track, jet planes, and a giant fist. Yeah. Also, you need to charge that shit in a lantern every once in a while so it'll run out of battery. Oh, I would forget to charge it for sure, yeah. So that docks at points. It is by far the most powerful weapon in Cinephobe lore oh i don't know about that no not but it's not my number one i don't know about that it's not the most powerful no that's where we're gonna push back not the most powerful is your remaining picks one of the more powerful weapons yes absolutely a hundred percent all right i think both of my remaining picks are way more powerful i for sure think my number one is way more powerful my number two might be let me hear from you guys the nanobots from x versus sever (laughs) it was on my list it was on my oolis look man I still don't understand. You don't got to understand it. What it does. <laughs> you got to. How it does it or how you utilize it. It gets inside the bloodstream and fucks up everything from the inside. Uh-huh. <laughs> it intrigued me, but it didn't make my list because I don't understand. They didn't explain it. They didn't need to explain it. To me, they did. I needed an explanation. I needed some kind of basis of like, oh yeah, it does this shit. It was just like, don't let that get in your blood. That's all it was. Like It was essentially HIV. Pretty much. That's all I need to know, man. Isn't it that they push a dead? button and basically you die i think so do you know how a car works zach i don't know i know i get in and i push this pedal and i do this and it goes and it goes where i want it to go uh-huh. i'm not a mechanic right for sure <laughs> totes yeah i think the powering is washing these nanobots that's my guess well my number one for sure not maybe the number two i'll allow it what do you think zach do you think the powering then the nanobots kind of feel like i get inside green lantern and fuck them up like that it could get inside green lantern fuck him up also like i don't know that you can what are you going to design with the ring to get the nanobots out of your blood put it inside your mouth sweep your body to remove the nanobots power will i believe that they will be removed wait i don't think that's how that works is it 
You're telling me how the power ring works? All right. Yeah. I don't know, man. Why don't you tell me your number two, something you actually know? The soda vending machine for maximum overdrive. <laughs> <laughs> the kid, man. It's powered. It's powered by alien forces. It killed all the kids. It fucked those <laughs> kids up. Now, does the soda vending machine launch a soda with more velocity than Carson Phillips launched that football? I think they're comparable. I think they're about the same. But Carson Phillips had one football. I got a bunch of sodas. I feel like he's way more accurate with it, too. He has sniper-level accuracy. Carson Phillips. Oh, for sure. I mean, look, I'm not trying to disparage Carson Phillips. Like, that dude, one of the greatest Texas high school quarterbacks who ever got busted for gambling or whatever. I can't remember what hit him, but something derailed his career that wasn't good. Anyways, he got Famke Jansen pregnant. That's the real film noir. Why, did his, why didn't he make it as a quarterback? We'll never know. Yeah, man. Powering is washing your soda vending machine. Sorry, dude. Not a chance. Are you kidding me? It's one soda vending machine possessed by aliens. That's all I need. I'm knocking mm. that ring off your finger. Mm. Well, as you make a fucking Hot Wheels track, get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I could probably beat the soda vending machine with a Hot Wheels track. <laughs> I'm powered by aliens. Better aliens than your aliens. No, I think my aliens, my green aliens are better in this case. No, your green aliens lost. My green aliens had a chance still at the end. Yeah, they just left. We just decided, ah, oh, this shit ain't worth our time. Got a point. Fuck this planet. Yeah. My number one weapon is the EM1 railgun from Eraser. Mm. It fires caseless aluminum rounds at close to the speed of light. It's fitted with a variable magnification x-ray scope. What does that mean, caseless aluminum rounds? Never really broke that down. What do you think it means? I don't know. Isn't aluminum the casing? That's the part you're focusing on, not the close to the speed of light part? Look, man, look, <laughs> the government can do some shit, okay? I, I don't doubt that. The scope looks like a green camcorder that's duct taped to this huge gun mm -hmm. with the green flashlight. Looks like night vision goggles, man. Russian night vision. And the whole movie is about this gun. Yeah. It's the entire reason for the movie. So that's why it's my number one. And I also didn't want to have back-to-back -back rifles that Arnold is holding as my top two picks. Well, but I mean, look. It's dope, though. You throw the plank in there, like, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot there. Arnold is definitely the best weapon wielder so far. Mm -hmm. I agree with that, yeah. I mean, what's your number number one? Bolo. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what ring you got on. I don't care what kind of gun. Bolo. Which movie? Both? Just Bolo. Just Bolo. No movie. I also have Bolo as number one. <laughs> I'm telling you. I have double impact Bolo because that dude. <laughs> That's look, the one that killed his, his teammate just to. Just to fucking do it. Just to prove a point. Just to have more room in the car ride home. Just to demonstrate. Do you understand how little I give a fuck right now? You think you want to fight me? This is as my help. Dead. His family? He's not going home to them tonight. Oh, hi, honey. How was your day? Oh, it was fine. You know, Bolo was really hard on me, but it was fine. No, he doesn't get to have that conversation tonight. They're going to a funeral this weekend. They said the ring was the most powerful. <laughs> you think the ring could fight Bolo in double impact? Are you fucking high? I'll just make a ring Bolo. Done. Mm -mm. You'll break him in half. You think a fake Bolo could beat the real Bolo? No way. You guys both shot your wad picking Bolo and weapons, you idiots. Don't you realize we're going to have a top five fighters and you're just going to pick them again? Yes. Okay. Yes. Guess what? Guess who my top two are? Bolo and Double Impact and Bolo and Bloodsport. Now that's Double Impact. <laughs> that's my top two. <laughs> yeah. No, Bolo Young is the ultimate weapon. He's the ultimate weapon. Pecs for days, willing to kill his teammates, 
You can't intimidate him. You might beat him. You might get lucky and beat him, but you got to bring an all day lunch for that one. And he talks shit, man. Like, think about Bolo and Bloodsport. Talk shit. You are next. Remember when he took the headband and he just, just <laughs> kind of. <laughs> <laughs> he pranced around the ring just holding it up. Mm-hmm. He put that shit on his leg. I'm going to kick you with his leg, and it's going to be your friend kicking you. It's my fucking Michael Jordan leg band thing, you know. Yeah. The thing that Jordan used to wear. That's what he did. That's what he made out of it, man. Nah, man. Yeah, man. Come on. Bolo Young cannot be beat. That's the ultimate weapon. All right. O-O-L-I's. All righty. Ray Tango's gun. In Tango and Cash. Is that the big one with the sight on it? It's the stainless steel Ruger GP100. I got that on there. With an animatronic LS45 laser sight. That's as big as the gun itself. Wait, bigger. Look like a camcorder. No, that's the eraser gun. I got the bow and arrow from Envy. One that he shot the horse with. <laughs> and he also shot yeah. J-Man with. This one's a little basic, but that C4 vest and swordfish is a good weapon. Hmm. You slapped that on someone and... And now they can't take it off or it explodes and you have you control it. That's a good weapon. That's good terror right there. You like that, huh? I love C4. No, but you like the weapon that's like attached to the victim. Like the magnetic collar buzzsaw. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's kind of like up to them. Like, yay, you can end this if you want or I can. Up to you. You also pick nanobots. I mean, I just don't understand them. That's the thing is I don't understand the technology. No, you don't have to. You don't have to. I picked the Arwen 37 rotary grenade launcher from Action Jackson. How do you like your ribs? Oh, fuck, that's a good one. Burns that dude to a crisp. Dude, I try to think of things that he used as weapons, and I just kept remembering him punching people. So I almost used his car, the car that he drove into the house and hit coach with. Yeah, he did. And then I thought of like just him, like he's a weapon. Yeah. But he's more than that. I don't want to reduce him to that. He's a ladies' man, too. He's a ladies' man. He's a cop. Harvard Law. Harvard Law. Was it football or track star or some shit like that? I think it's track star. Track star. He had, like, an incredible resume. Wait, hold on. Let me check the tagline because it had them all. Oh, man. The tagline had weapon. You're looking at him. Missed opportunity there, boys. Zach, what do you got? Oh, the gun from Battlefield Earth. Mm -hmm. That he kneecaps the cow with. Yeah. That was very powerful. It severs the leg clean at the joint just right off yeah no blood mm -mm. no explosion just a clean cut cauterizes the wound yeah good to go the ussr missile from dopia yep. menace same note too didn't have that i had that i called it nuclear holocaust for the hiroshima and nagasaki for the for the nanobots mm -hmm. thing that you had i just put blood explosive thing ballistic <laughs> that, that's that's my note Great weapon. All right, this is where my notes get a little wonky, guys. Just wanna... mm -hmm. Oh, no, there's one more standard one. The guns with the little lasers on them from Great White Hype. Yeah, we ain't got none of those. <laughs> but does violence really solve anything? The Carmory from MIB International when he keeps pulling out bigger and bigger guns from different parts of the car. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The hubcap and the gas tank, et cetera, et cetera. I had the hubcaps in Hurricane Heist. Can't believe that didn't make your list, honestly. I guess it's too similar to the buzzsaw. I, I thought about it. This is where it gets wonky for me. I have one that says, any scene that reveals Gary Oldman's lower half. It's a weapon. I'm with it. It inflicts damage. Because it made you inflict bodily harm on yourself? Oh, no, on Gary Oldman. On Gary Oldman, yeah, because it looked painful. When he had to walk on his knees mm. and stuff, like, yeah. that must have hurt. I had the gun in a racer. I also had Big Red, Lawnmower Man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Finally, I had the ability to lie in a world where lies don't exist. 
I would have accepted that. That's a good one. Yeah. Could be used as a weapon. Sure. The knife from the fan. Mm-hmm. It's a good knife. Not used as a weapon, though. He murdered uh, Benicio Del Toro. Primo. Oh, with that with the same knife? Oh. Yeah. I had the knife from Jason X. I, I had the metal curtain rod slash light. We got a lot of murders in this in this podcast. Slash lightning bolt. Hercules in New York. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Zeus's wrought iron lightning bolt. Yeah, that's a weapon. I had the football. I had the throwing an empty gun. I had the cart with the laser from Howard the Duck, which made the vehicles mention. I had the electric knife mm. that cuts the, the cook in maximum overdrive. Mm-hmm. The orb from the watch. Watch. Oh, yeah, there was a. I was trying to think about what the weapon was in that movie. Continuing Transfunctioner as well. And then the freeze gun from Suburban Commando. Yeah. The last one I had, which should have made it, but the throat wasp from Anaconda. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. There was a bunch of bazookas. So the same bazooka is in, it's the RPG 7 Type 69 RPG from Swordfish, Man on Fire, Bad Boys 2, Don't Be a Menace, and Spies Like Us. It's also the Mm. same one from The Dark Knight. Then there's a different one, the M136 AT4 from Money Talks, Delta Farce, and Legion. There's the Mossberg 500 shotgun, which is like a double grip shotgun with the shell holder on the side a saddle holder oh i love that that's in ballistic x versus sever reindeer games and three thousand miles to graceland mm. there's the m61 vulcan minigun which are mounted on the armadillos and armageddon a lot of people pointed out we didn't mention the armadillo from armageddon i didn't think it was the top vehicle blades daywalker sword from blade trinity the katana that young Frank Dukes tries to steal in Bloodsport. Oh, that's a good one. Rax's sword in Jiu-Jitsu. It's kind of a piece of shit, though. Yeah, I didn't like it. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, all of their shit. The Daredevil's Billy Club. Ghost Rider's Chains. Katana has these swords that fan out in Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Yeah. And the nukes that shot out of Zack's dick in the After Earth episode. Dick Nukem. That's a good one. That's going to do it for your top five weapons, boys. We'll see you next time for another CT5. Leave us your top five weapons or any category that you want us to do a top five of in a review on Twitter at TalkHoops, at DarthaMean, and at CornPuzzle. Or in the Apple Podcast Reviews. Steve Martin was a review comic. Next time we make love, you introduce me to Jade. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for.